Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Today's good luck is the light margarine, light in flavor, light on your tongue, just like the high-priced spread. Lever Brothers has world rights to the process that makes good luck different from other margarines. It's light, guaranteed to leave no oily aftertaste or your money back. No oily aftertaste, good luck, good luck, good luck, good luck. Dear, it's the phone. Dear, oh, honestly. Hello? Hello? Yes? Uh, Where? Who's calling? Why, why? Yes, he is. Just hold on, please. Oh, what? What's the matter, huh? Your old high school girlfriend, Marcia, seems to be calling you again from California. Honestly, I... Hello, hello, hello. Operator? Yes? Yeah, all right, all right. I'll, I'll hold on. It's a little early tonight. It's only 1.30. Well, look, I'm sorry. I, I don't know what's gotten into this Marsha, for Pete's sakes. I haven't seen her since high school. Why is she sudden... Where, where are you going? Downstairs. I don't want to intrude on this twosome. Oh, for the, for the love of Mike, I got nothing to say to Marsha that you can't hear. You... Hey, look, why don't I just hang up on her? That's up to you. Well, I... Uh, don't... There, the heck with it, heck with it. Now, I trust that that shows Marsha means nothing to me. Well, what it doesn't show is why she called you at all. I'm beginning to think Aunt Effie was right. You did go to California on business last year. Look, I did not see Marsha. I didn't even know she lived there. I told you that. Honestly, honey, let us not have a misunderstanding over nothing. I mean, Marsha won't call me again now that I've hung up on her. And, oh... Well, you better answer it. It'll ring all night, wake the whole family up again. Oh. I'll be downstairs. Look, out. This is Galen Drake. You know, when I was a kid and we had a cold, we said we had the miseries. And now you can rub those cold miseries away with New Minute Rub, the modern greaseless way. New Minute Rub works fast without burning your skin, and it's not greasy. Matter of fact, Minute Rub vanishes. It won't stain, it smells good, and yet it will relieve that chest tightness and muscular misery of a cold. It's great for muscular pain, too. Pick up some new greaseless Minute Rub and try it. Right now, you can save 10 cents on a large tube of Minute Rub. The 79-cent size Minute Rub, now only 69 cents. Look for the special sale carton at your store. Buy Minute Rub now and save 10 cents. My goodness, what are you doing down the kitchen at this hour? Making myself a cup of tea. What's the matter? I heard the phone ring. 
His old girlfriend from California is calling again. Again? Yes. Well, really. What'd you say to him? Well, I didn't say very much. What could I say? What'd you want? I don't know. I came downstairs. Well, I'll get a cup and have some tea with you. I must say, I don't understand him at all. Well, of course, Aunt Effie, it's not his fault she called Well, you. I don't like it. He was just like that in high school when you knew her. Marsha would crack the whip and he'd just jump. Why, he just made a fool of himself over that girl. What was Marsha like? Well, she was one of those girls that I never can figure out what men see in them. Sort of the Marilyn Monroe type. Oh, well, she's pretty cute. Mm, Marcia had all this blonde hair, lots of lipstick, and she wore her dresses much too tight. You know, it's funny, of all the girls he's ever known, he, he never told me about Marcia. Why, he just made a fool of himself over her. Well, I would certainly put my foot right down right away and put a stop to this. Well, I don't think anything's really started, Aunt Effie. I mean, I... You know, I, d I just don't understand it, that's all. Well, all I can say is, any man who has such a lovely wife as you are and two lovely children... I think I heard him coming downstairs, Aunt Effie. Well, I don't care if he hears me. Any man with such a lovely wife and two beautiful children had better think twice. That's all I can say. Yes, yes, yes. I heard you, Aunt Effie, and I want to tell you that the reason Marsha called was to apologize for calling at four in the morning last week. Huh. Now she calls him at 2 o'clock in the morning to say that? Well, it's not that late in California. She was mixed up on the time change. Now, if you don't mind, Aunt Effie, I would like to talk to my lovely wife alone. Well, I don't think I care to hear any more about Marsha Kramer, anyhow. When you broke up with her, the whole family thought it was good riddance to bad rubbish. Yes, 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 I know. Some people never know when they're well off. Good night. Good night, Aunt Effie. Good night, Aunt Effie. Want a cup of tea? Tea? Yeah, yeah, all right, thank you. Marsha's getting married again. Oh? Does that bother you? Bother me? No, no, I, I, I just meant she... She told me she was, that's all. She said she meant to tell me that last week. She did tell you she was divorced. Yes, I know. Well, now she's getting married again. My goodness, for a girl you haven't seen or thought of since high school, it certainly seems to depress you. You know Why? She's sending back my letters. In fact, she's already sent them. She said they're in the mail. You mean she's still crazy about you? No, 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 no. She, she just ran across them. That, that's what made her think of me again. Her fiancé got jealous and told her to mail them back. Why didn't she just throw them out? Well, because it seems that in one of the letters, which she reread, I asked her to return them, and I... Uh... Why did you do that? Look, I was 16 years old. You just asked me if she was still crazy about me. Well, I'll admit something I never admitted to myself, even at that age. Far from being crazy about me, I was the one who was crazy about her. Aunt Effie was right. She was right. I made a fool of myself. Oh, golly, I tell you, when I think back, I... I oh. Well, why in the world are you so upset about it now? Because she's sending my letters back. You mean you wanted her to keep them? Oh, no, don't you understand? Haven't you ever written any letters in your lifetime that when you think of them now, you're ashamed of them? Kind of a letter that you write in a white heat, you think it's so marvelous, so poetic, so wonderful. After you've dropped it in the mailbox, you think, oh, my gosh, why did I mail it if only I had it back? Yes, I can think of some letters I've written I wish I'd never mailed. All right, that's the way I feel about all the letters I wrote to Marsha. Oh, Boy, I made such a sap of myself. Why, dear, you were 16. And I don't suppose you're the first man who's written love letters and wishes he'd never mailed them. Well, maybe not, but I'll tell you this much. They've haunted me. I've thought, I've thought, you know, what if, what if she ever tries to, 
to blackmail me. Blackmail you? Yeah. What did you say? And then how could she do that? Oh, look, I, I, I know it's ridiculous, but you know how people daydream. I, I thought, supposing I ran for public office or something and Marsha threatened to publish them. And what if she wrote an autobiography or something and printed some of them? What could you possibly have said in those letters that she could blackmail you for if you if you ran for, well, let us say, President of the United States? Oh, well, don't be silly. I didn't mean... I, I know, but let's just say that what was in the letters. Huh? I feel ridiculous even telling you. Well, you might as well. You've told me this much. Well, I... I plagiarized. You did what? I copied some poems that were written by other people, and I said I wrote them. Oh, is that all? That I all? Isn't think... that enough? Listen, I got a book from the library of famous love letters and just deliberately copied down whole paragraphs and pretended that I wrote them. Even, even that poem that Elizabeth Barrett Browning wrote... How much do I love thee? Let me count the ways. Oh, yes, yes sure, yes. I know that. Yeah, yes. well, who doesn't? Who doesn't? The world knows it. I didn't. I thought you'd never know the difference. Oh, my gosh, I tell you, as I got older and I realized what I'd done, what an idiot I'd made of myself. Well, how could writing those affect anything, such as being elected to a public office, such as you've said, Well, I mean, that was just an example, but I mean, a, a man would feel pretty silly having it publicly known that he claimed to be the author of something generally attributed to Shakespeare. Shakespeare? One of his sonnets I told Marsha I dashed off during fourth-hour study period. Shakespeare? Yeah. Oh, my, that was stretching it a bit, yeah. wasn't it? Well, I, I thought it was safe. Marsha was, well, let's face it, she was pretty but dumb. She said my Shakespeare sonnet was cute. <laughs> cute. Cute. Well, I'm afraid she didn't appreciate you, dear. But now you're going to get the letters back so you can stop being haunted by them. And if it will make you feel any better, when I was in high school, I think I was 14, I had a crush on my math teacher. I wrote him an anonymous letter signed, Your Secret Love. And I enclosed a lock of my hair, which I asked him to carry in his wallet, and informed him that if he married anyone else until I was older, I would probably die of a broken heart. Oh, no. <laughs> well, at least you didn't sign the letter. Oh, he knew who sent it. I sat in the front row and gave him these calf-like looks. Oh, Tell you, I have thought of that letter many, many times, especially since every now and then I run into him and he just smiles. <laughs> Come on, dear, now, let's try and get some sleep and stop worrying about it. Sleep, yeah. Marsha said she mailed my letters three days ago, airmail special. It'll probably be here in the morning. <laughs> We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. When a dog bites a man, the journalists say it's not news. When a man bites a dog, that's news. But when a dog boards a satellite and invades outer space, that's really a story. In this fast-paced 20th century of ours, news happens fast and is often world-shaking in its implications. That's why more and more people turn to CBS Radio to keep them abreast of what's happening. In the morning, the average American turns to radio first to bring him up to date. A program like our World News Roundup does the trick in short order calling in correspondents from far-flung outposts with their reports, gathering information, sorting and analyzing it give you a complete picture. In the evening, if the picture has changed, you will find it out when you listen to The World Tonight, on which correspondents call in again, weaving the threads of news together into a clear pattern for you. CBS News reporting system is far-reaching and efficient. Its emphasis is on speed and accuracy. Why not take advantage of it? Get the news regularly through these two key programs, The World News Roundup in the morning and later The World Tonight. They're both heard on most of these same stations. 
coming here. They're coming. Where, where, where are you? They're, they're coming here to see us. In here, brushing my teeth. Where? For goodness sakes, don't be so noisy. Aunt Effie and Betsy aren't up yet. Was that the mailman? Yeah, I got the letters. I got the letters. And I got one from Marcia, too. She and her new husband are coming here, she says, to see her folks, you know. And, and they're going to stop and see us. Don't worry about Marcia, dear. I can handle her. No, no, darling, you can't. She is a very calculating... Just don't burn up those old letters. We'll need them for ammunition if she starts anything. Well, uh, well, well, what do you mean? Well, we'll get them out and read parts of them aloud, and you and I will just scream with laughter over how charmingly silly one can be at 16. Think you can laugh at them now, huh? <laughs> Boy, it's pretty hard not to, I'll tell you. <laughs> well, Listen to this. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'll read it. For thy sweet love remembered, such wealth brings that I would never, never change my state with kings. <laughs> Boy, I not only copied Shakespeare, I rewrote him. <laughs> Oh, golly, how idiotic. You know, these letters have just haunted me. Well, you're not alone, dear. I'm sure there's not a person in this world who isn't haunted by some letter he wishes he'd never written. Well, I'll tell you this much. When I wrote them, I never thought I'd be sitting on the edge of a bathtub years later reading to my wife while she brushed her teeth. <laughs> oh, no, read me some more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, listen to this. Now. Yeah. I remember she'd gone to a dance yeah, with somebody yeah. else. Oh, I was miserable. Yeah, what'd, listen, what'd you say? when I am dead and gone, oh, Marsha, think only this of me. <laughs> <laughs> Why kill him? Huh? <laughs> the Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Margaret Hamilton and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Stuart Metz inviting you to listen again tomorrow for The Couple Next Door.